All right, guys, welcome to tonight's... Well, you're probably listening. Who, who are we kidding? Uh, you're probably listening to this on Saturday. Instant Reaction Podcast, uh, courtesy of our friends at Carl Chevrolet. They've been sponsoring the Instant Reaction Podcast, I think the fourth year in a row here. We really appreciate them. I had a great meeting with Carl Chevrolet this week, and they, um, they're huge supporters of what we're doing at Cyclone Fanatics. Please remember them for all of your car, truck, buying needs. All right. Um, 105-77 was the final tonight, Iowa over Iowa State. I'm probably going to talk a little bit tonight uh, more than I normally do in an instant reaction podcast for basketball. I, d- I just have a lot on my mind. I haven't got to write about basketball much. I haven't been able to talk about it much. And I actually thought that this game, while well, it didn't turn out the way anybody wanted it to, um, there's some storylines I thought to come out of it that are that are interesting at least um I'm not gonna like say that I'm encouraged I mean Iowa State lost 105 to 77 I believe that's the worst um deferential in a Cyhawk basketball game so that's clearly not good Iowa State was outscored 53 to 36 in the second half um Luca Garza real quick uh for Iowa uh, put on one of the all-time uh, great performances that I've seen. Uh, honestly, and Stansbury and I were texting about this. Um, this is one of the better performances I've seen. That 13 for 14, 6 of 7 from 3, 34 points. And Luca didn't play much. Um, he, only played, <laughs> he only played 17 minutes. Uh, so that's a, that's an unbelievable box score and you you take your hat off to him now Iowa State didn't play a lick of defense but um Luke is still like that the first three that he hit the beginning of the game um that was a big time play you know it was pretty good defense by Solomon Young Lucas steps back top of the key uh I was I was really impressed uh I, you know you expect that from Luca he you know might he might be the wooden award winner so you you do expect that from him, but he was incredible. He was incredible tonight. Um, real quick too, I'm gonna I'm drinking Cody Road. I need to after that one, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Um, let's do some positives first. How about that? And then we'll get to the obvious negatives uh, that come with 105 to 77 loss. Uh, the positives were that Iowa State competed really for 30 minutes. I thought really well. Um, they they got down 9-2 early, come back. They actually had a lead late in the first half. Now they let it slip away. And I knew that Iowa State was in deep, 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 deep trouble at halftime when Iowa only had three threes and Luca Garza had barely played and they were still up by 11. That was a really bad sign. Um, <laughs> because, like, like if, you could, if you could script like a way for Iowa State to be in this basketball game. That that was it. And, um, yeah, and, and Iowa State could not take any sort of advantage at all and trailed 52-41 to 41 at the half. But I did like the resiliency of this team um, the first 30 minutes. Now, the last 10 really got out of hand, obviously. Um, but these guys, I don't know, they, they showed me – some life there early on. It, there, there was some talent there. Uh, Javon Johnson to me looked pretty good tonight. Eight of sixteen, um, twenty points. Led Iowa State. I think he can be a matchup problem. Uh, he clearly was for Iowa. 
for a good chunk of that basketball game. It was good to see Jalen Coleman lands finally, you know, kind of, I, I thought he kind of stood out to me a, a, a little bit specifically there in that second half. Uh, what about Rajir Bolton? I, you know, pretty good game from him tonight, seven to 13, five and five. And Iowa State, you know, um, 77 points. Listen, um, from what we had seen, which isn't much, there's some stuff to work with there. 17 turnovers is the key. You know, that's that's the that's the downside of the offense. But I, I do think if you can clean some of that up, you know, Tyler Harris looked good early. He fizzled out a little bit late. But there is some room to grow there on the offensive side. Let's go to the defensive end. And then I want to talk about, and I'm going to get to this soon, um, some recent Twitter comments from a former Cyclone. And I'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, I want to talk about the the 105 points that Iowa State gave up tonight. I, I, I think it's important. Iowa State, on a scale of 1 to 10 on defense, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best, they're like a 2 right now. Can we all agree on that? It's really, really, really terrible. <laughs> we know this, okay? But Iowa's been doing this to everybody. So that it just, like, I'm trying to keep things into perspective. I didn't expect Iowa State to win this game tonight. I said on the radio all day today, I thought Iowa would easily cover the spread. They did. I wanted to find things. I, I just came in with these lowered expectations. And you guys don't need to tell me, oh, I, I, I know it sucks that we have lower expectations right now, but it's the realistic part nature of the where the program's at, right? And um, I wanted to see things that made me th- think Iowa State could compete in the Big 12 this year and grow in the Big 12 this year. Um, Johnson and Coleman Lance kind of showed me that in Bolton tonight. Like the, that's three guys out on the perimeter that I'm pretty excited about. Maybe not Bolton. I, I don't know what to think about Rajir. Uh, he's just too inconsistent right now. He's got to string some games together against good competition before I'm, I'm like all in there. I think Coleman Lance can do that. He's experienced enough. I, and I'm, I'm really excited about Johnson. I, I think he's going to be a really fun player. Bolton. I'm not as sold on yet. We'll see. Um, we did see some good things from Xavier Foster tonight. That's something that this team can build on. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll more from that, more on that here in just a little bit, but the defense event, you know, again, like I, I, I do think that it's important that we just sit here and acknowledge how good Iowa is. I know that's problematic. I, I know that it makes a lot of people listening to this sick. Trust me. I understand it. That's a really good basketball team. That might, you know, right there with Baylor and maybe Kansas, Iowa would win the Big 12 this year. Iowa State's not close to that. So you, you just you kind of have to acknowledge that going into this. And we can have the bigger picture conversation as far as like the program and all that stuff. That's a different that's a different conversation. But I'm just saying, like, you know, Iowa scored ninety three on North Carolina the other day, right? So you, you you do have to keep that into perspective. To me, so I'm not pressing the panic button yet. This is game three. Um, I think Iowa State, even with this effort, probably would have beaten DePaul. And the only reason I say that is 
because DePaul's barely played, or they haven't played, I don't think, because of the COVID stuff, right? So it's not saying much, but I, I just I, I want to give Iowa credit because they're really good. That's a really, really, really good basketball team. They guys, don't don't shoot the mess. They could win the national title with that team. I, I truly believe that. I, I truly mean that. I think that this team, this Iowa team, could win a national title. With the pandemic year, with their experience together, the chemistry that that team has, the experience, the the depth, all that, I, I think that they are a legitimate national title contender. To me, uh, we're going to learn even more about Iowa State on Tuesday. If Iowa State doesn't um, beat Kansas State comfortably, you know, I, I, I think then we start pressing panic buttons and stuff, Right. I mean, to me right now, if I'm handicapping it, Iowa State's the ninth team in the Big 12 in front of Kansas State who just lost to a D2 team earlier this week. Kansas State's really terrible. If you can't beat Kansas State at home, um, then like the we start pressing panic buttons and ringing alarms and all that stuff. But I, I, I don't know. And, and this leads me into Jake Sullivan, um, former Cyclone, the – Arguably the greatest three-point shooter in the history of Iowa State. Hold on, I need to take a drink before I have this conversation. First of all, I love Jake. I've been friends with Jake for a really long time. Uh, and, it, and it goes to multiple levels. Um, my wife and I had really hard time having kids. And Jake was a great mentor to me. We were going to adopt with him. Jake and I know each other very deeply. Um, but I, he, he's been chirping on Twitter a lot lately and and we've talked by the way, and I invited Jake to come on a podcast with me and talk about this. And and he's going to do that. So we're going to do that here probably after the big 12 championship game at some point. Um, Jake is just like prepared to die on this hill about like recruiting Iowa players and stuff. And he's, he, I mean, he's basically just comparing Iowa to Iowa state. Iowa has, uh, the McCaffrey kids, uh, Bohannon, you know, they, they've got some Iowa guys. Um, a lot of them are just like coaches, sons or legacy guys. But what here's the thing I don't like about it is, well, there's a couple of things. One, it's very obvious that Iowa state has been better than Iowa you know, for a decade in basketball with, with very few Iowa guys. So like the whole, the argument is just flawed from the beginning. Um, this Iowa team's really good. Like I'm, I'm not taking anything away from these Iowa guys, but do I, um, what I don't like about it is Jake's just insinuation that just because Iowa state's young players are not from the state of Iowa, that they don't care as much about wearing an Iowa State uniform. And I I, I just um, – and I say this respectfully because, again, I like Jake. It's a little hypocritical. I mean, he's not even from Iowa, and he cared. Like, the second he stepped onto campus, I'm sure Jake didn't value Hilton Magic and all the stuff we as Iowa Staters value. It, it takes some time. And the fact of the matter is, Iowa State right now in – you can criticize Steve Prohm's roster management all you want. I'm, I'm whatever. But there's two guys on the roster, uh, that being George Condit and Solomon Young, who have played more than um, a year at Iowa State, right? 
So, like, I what I don't like is the like insinuating that um the freshmen on Iowa State or the new that the, they don't care because I I just I don't know maybe he's right but I what I don't like about it and where I will come to the defense of the student athletes at Iowa State is unless you know them and you know what's in their heart and you know like what they're like how they're practicing and stuff that we don't get to see like I just I don't know. I, I think it's kind of unfair. I, I I really do. I don't. And again, like we can have bigger conversations, guys, about like the direction of the program and future of the program and all this stuff. But like to I, I to me, like you've got to keep it above. You got to keep the gloves up, right? And like so, yeah. Like I, even on a hundred and five seventy seven loss, that sucks. I, I'm not having fun doing this podcast, but I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna say that Iowa State's guys don't care about the program because they're not from the state of Iowa. Well, that that to, yeah, like to be honest, like it, it has nothing to do with me. But I grew up a Hawkeye fan, you know. Like I, I never rooted for Iowa State a game in my life until I stepped on that campus, and it changed my life. That campus and the people who I met at Iowa state and who I've met like throughout this whole journey have changed my life for the better. So to just judge and say, well, you don't recruit Iowa guys. Well, one, that's not true. Uh, and two, I, I just don't think it's fair. Um, I think there's a lot of other ways where you can be critical of the program. To me, I think that Jake is a little bit off well, not a little bit. I think he's vast. I think he's very off. Like, I think that he could have blanketly said, like, I don't like the direction of the program as a former player. And I think most fans would be like, hey, he has a right to that. I think he he's screaming on this hill about Iowa guys. And, like, his premise is because they're not from Iowa, they don't care as much about the program and the universe. And, and that, to me, is... That, you know, George Yang wasn't from Iowa. Monty Morris wasn't from Iowa. Well, what's the difference, you know? You ask, uh, well, I saw Jake retweeted George because George went to the defense of these guys, and he's like, well, yeah, but you guys were connected with the fans and all this stuff. Well, they were there for four years. You know, how how do you know? I don't know Dudley Blackwell. How do we know that Dudley Blackwell isn't going to be there for four years and won't be this great um, ambassador for Iowa State athletics and basketball? You tell me Tyrese Halliburton wouldn't have been a great ambassador if he stayed for four years. He was a great ambassador for two years. Think about that kid for four. Think about um, Taylor Horton Tucker for four. Taylor Horton Tucker is a sweetheart. You know, I don't like to get on here and talk about these guys personally, uh, but I do have the uh, the privilege to oftentimes travel when I'm. I'm the B team, let's be honest, when Walters and Hefter are off with football and I, I, I'm doing basketball. And you get to meet some of these, you get to know some of these kids. Taylor Horton Tucker is an absolute sweetheart. Like, he is a softy. He's a really nice young man. He, he deeply cared. But he was only here for a year, and he just got an NBA ring, and he's making millions of dollars. Right? Like, to me, like, um, if, if, let's say Taylor is here, for his junior year, and Tyrese is here for his junior year tonight. One, this game's completely different. 
And two, it's like, would you still say the the same thing about recruiting Iowa guys? Like, that, it just seems flawed to me. And again, I'm I'm not. I didn't do this um, to just come on here and talk shit about Jake. I'm not. I won't do that. Um, I invited him, and we're going to do a podcast together, and we're going to talk through this. Um, <laughs> you guys probably read it on Twitter, but I. I don't know. I don't like the whole like pointing fingers, especially kicking them when they're down. Like that's kind of what it comes off to me. I know that's not Jake's motive. Jake deeply cares about the program. He he gave a lot for Iowa State basketball, but it. Um, I don't know. I I do look forward to that podcast. I I look forward to dialogue and discussing this and it's probably like anything where we can probably find a way to meet in the middle and anything you do on Twitter. I've learned this over the years. Uh, younger Chris Williams would not have understood this. Anything you do on Twitter cannot be, um, it's hard to have, it's hard to find a lot of nuance in gray area on anything with that medium. And, uh, I think that that may have been lost. I think some of Jake's message may have been lost because of that. I hope that's the case. And uh, again, I look forward to having that conversation with him at some point. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, I am looking forward to Tuesday, though. I I do think that that will tell us a lot. If Iowa State's in like a dogfight with Kansas State and or loses that game, then I think that we could be in deep, 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 deep trouble. Um, If Iowa State comes out and wins that thing comfortably, I think there's a shot for some Big 12 wins. I, I think that they're ninth in the Big 12 right now and maybe best case scenario, sixth or seventh, but I, I don't, I don't maybe. If, the, if this comes together, I mean, we saw pieces tonight. These guys need, need time. Um, unfortunately, so do a lot of other teams in the country. Everybody's in the same spot and you got to figure it out. So there you go. There's my instant reaction podcast uh, that we went into a lot of other things, but we appreciate our friends at Carl Chevrolet uh, for sponsoring this thing. Uh, Love you guys. Thank you very much. I can't wait for next week. It's a dream come true to be able to cover a championship game for y'all. And um, we're going to, we're going to kick butt. I I promise you, we're going to have such a good time and have the most in-depth coverage that you can find anywhere. So thank you so much for listening. Have an outstanding weekend. If you're listening in Iowa and there's snow, uh, please be careful. Uh, please be safe. COVID's everywhere. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Take care.